get ready to experience a podcast like no other. Let's all go to the movies. Saturday night at the movies. Who cares what picture you see? When you're hugging with your baby in the last world about the Now, join Mike and Sean. Two friends who share a love of cinema as they explore films of all kinds. I thought it was a run by fruiting. He's looking at you, kid. Just sit back, grab yourself some popcorn, and... Let's all rewatch the movies. Hello, and welcome back to Let's All Rewatch the Movies. I am Mike, and I'm joined by the Shoeless Joe to my Ray Kinsella, Sean Beckerman. How's it going, buddy? Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Excited for this week's uh, this week's movie. Rounding out our baseball-themed movies for the past two weeks. Field of Dreams. Yes. The Dreams of Field, as Yoda would say. Yes. Uh, very excited to watch this. Um, last last summer, where they actually played on the actual field of Field of Dreams last summer between the Yankees and uh, White Sox. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I was really enjoying I really wanted to go to that game, but they only... Uh, we're giving giving out tickets to locals, and those locals were selling those tickets for a large amount right. of money. Yes. Uh, so I as you know, I didn't get to go. It just it ruins for everybody, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. It winds up. It goes from the true fan to the fan, the, the semi fan that has the most money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Know? It was. It was like you know they said they were going to be playing there. So everybody wants to go, and so they. Had a lottery for the locals, and then that lottery, you know, it was like 3,000 tickets or something like that. And then uh, whoever wanted to go, you know, got in, but then they sold a lot of tickets, were sold on, yeah, yeah. Uh, so again, we're, I'm excited for this, this movie. This is probably one of my absolute favorite baseball movies. Some people say this really isn't a baseball movie, but uh. Well, it is. It's the principles. The, it's, it's baseball. You it's know? about baseball, but I, people will argue that it's not about baseball. It's about uh, different topics, as in father and son, uh, you know, husband and wife. Those kind of those kind of uh, the background. Avenues. It uses baseball as the avenue. The I baseball think. is baseball is the background. Like Major League yeah. was about ba- a baseball team, mm-hmm. and this is the baseball is a backdrop for the other things that goes on during the movie. Well, you could say Hoosiers. Hoosiers is, is the basketball. It's just a basketball movie, but it's not. It's about teamwork, you know, believing your right. coach, was, working with each other, you know, overcoming adversity. Right. It was like six minutes of basketball. Here, never, here we go again. <laughs> never going to forget Take that. a drink. Take a drink every you time I say six minutes. six minutes of Hoosiers basketball. Uh, before we get started, I want to say, uh, look us up on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Yo, Let's hit me All. Up. Hit, me hit up. us up. Let's all rewatch the movies. Slide um, in. You can uh, find us on Pinterest at Let's All Rewatch the Movies. 
And then let, check out our website at letsallrewatchthemovies.wordpress.com where you can catch our latest uh, podcast and uh, find movies to rent. Yeah, if you want Mike to build you a pillow, go on Pinterest. Uh, it's not about pillows on Pinterest. It's about... Uh, actually, it's just about getting our, our, our <laughs> podcast out there. Um, I, love, I love messing so with you. There we are. Let's yeah. get this show on the road. Yes, here we go. So this is uh, an hour and 45 minutes in length. So 1.45.30. Um, we'll give you the timestamp in between, do our usual countdown. And then we'll give you some commentary, our, our thoughts about the movie, you know, behind the scenes stuff and, and items. And then uh, discuss some baseball in between. So get ready. We'll do the countdown. You ready, Mike? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Play. Yeah, this is We're another one five, of those. Five, <clears throat> six, seven. This is another one of those movies that has a really good soundtrack. Yes, which we say is crucial. For a fundamental film. Well, and it's like, it's not even... Um, you know, it's a lot of just instrumental music in this movie. It's mostly instrumental is what makes the movie for me. Yeah. And this is a great cast, too. Amy Madigan, James Earl Jones, Kevin Costner. Uh, hello, Ray Liotta. Uh, hello, Ray Liotta. Love Ray Liotta. Love, I love um, Ray Liotta. And then um, it's just such a good cast. Oh, yeah. And, and Burt Lancaster. Can't forget Burt Lancaster. This is one of his last movies, if I remember correctly. Don't forget costume designer Linda Bass. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Dennis Gasner from production design. I feel like this is like the end of Whose Line Is It Anyway, where they have to read the credits at the end. Oh, yeah, right. That happens, right? So we're going to slowly go into, and he's going to give his, his backstory up to the point of where... Um, he starts hearing the voices in the field, right? Yes. I've always lo- enjoyed this movie uh, when it comes to like baseball season. May fifth, nineteen eighty nine, was the debut of the, of the film. Right, this is another nineteen eighty nine movie. We watched Major League last week. Yes, and that also came out in nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen eighty nine. I'm sorry. Oscar nominated movie. Which is which was this was? Yeah. This was an Oscar nominated movie. Yeah. Did anybody yes. win any uh awards for this movie? Well, we'll get into that. Okay. Stay tuned. So he's talking about how his dad was a White Sox uh, White Sox fan. Yes. And uh, they talked about Shoeless Joe fixing the 19 was a 1919 World Series. Well, this was based off a book called Shoeless Joe, right. um, published in 1982. Um, despite 20th Century Fox's insistence that through the years that the story was not commercial enough to be adapted into a movie, uh, Field of Dreams writer Phil Aiden Robinson uh, worked on a script still. Eventually, Robinson and producers Lawrence and Charles Gordon sold the screenplay screenplay to Universal. Gotcha. 
they kind of they don't even talk about the fact that you know shoeless joe here um you know was banned from baseball they just talked like kind of went over it really quickly but they because he said he when he grew up in new york his dad was a yankees fan and of course he wrote for wrote for uh, brooklyn the brooklyn dodgers and then the dodgers we all know moved to la Well, Shoeless Joe evolved from a short story. Story, So we all know Ray Liotta stars as Shoeless Joe, uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Um, before Shoeless Joe itself, there was a Shoeless Joe Jackson Comes to Iowa. It was a 20-page short story that W.B. Uh, Kinsella penned for an anthology. Um, and then an editor at the Hugh Tim Miffin uh, you know, a paper read the synopsis. He contacted Kinsella and convinced him to turn the premise into a full-length novel. Wow! And that's where you get the whole Ray Kinsella, yes, as part as the main character. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> to, to this day, that that farmhouse still stands, and so does this uh, same exact field. They didn't play on the field uh, that this movie was filmed on. They actually built another field next to it. Yeah. With with stands and bleachers and uh, all the necessariness, which was kind of cool. I don't know if anybody watched the game, but it well, was really cool to game watch. The story flows so naturally. It took Kinsella um, just nine months to write the book. Right. That's um, cool. It, you know, it, it may have been his first novel, um, with uh, with help, a new extended version of the story was completed in the span of just nine months itself. So I mean, that's that's writers know it takes years sometimes to yeah. to pen you know and and write write a full novel. Yeah, so Ray is out in the cornfield and he heard a little voice. He's not sure what the voice was, and he's asking his wife and daughter if they heard it, and they're like, "No." They should call heard. Ghost Adventures. If Zach Bagans. <laughs> Ghost Ghost Adventures. Yep, Zach Baggins. <laughs> Here you go. If you I've build been addicted it, addicted to that. If you build it, he will come. Yes, I say that often. What's that? If you if you build it, he will come. Yes. Why do you say that? What are you What are you saying that for? <laughs> Who's building you something? Somebody building you something? Yeah, I'm working on a, a fence. <laughs> fence. <laughs> I built a fence last summer. No, no yeah. fun. So, uh, you know, Robinson was upset. This, the studio wouldn't let them use the title Shoeless Joe. That's what he wanted. Right. Um, when the movie was first shown to test audiences, it was using the title Shoeless Joe itself. Um, and then audiences said that it reminded them of a hobo. Of uh, Because nobody, title, not many yeah. people knew what exactly. Shoeless Joe so was. Shoeless Joe was a hobo, you know? Right. Um, so, it's a you know, Charlie Chaplin movie. Yeah. <laughs> With hesitation, right? Uh, Robinson Kinsella, called Kinsella to tell him that the movie's name ha- was being changed, and they changed it to Fill the Dreams. And Kinsella was okay with it, you know, as um, it was known that one of his own ideas for his book's title was The Dream Field. So it kind of fit. So an alternate title would have been The Dream Field for the novel. Interesting. Dream Field. That's yeah. an interesting take on yeah. it. But the publisher pushed for Shoeless Joe. But it could yeah. have been The Dream Field, so it kind of fit kind of taking you know homage to a potential title as we go along we'll talk about some characters from Shoeless Joe that were omitted from the from the script 
there's a lot of this movie ha- does have a lot of um, dialogue. Yes. Because so I can't imagine what the the book itself had because you know if he wrote it in nine months you know he probably he he, he knew he knew exactly what he wanted to write. So you and thought. So here, say, here, I'm not going to interrupt you, but they're watching no, a, go right a ahead. TV show there called Harvey, and what he's what he, what it is about Jimmy Stewart sees an imaginary rabbit. He he, he hears voices. So there's like. There's like a little, little, little homage to what, about, a little foreshadowing of what's going to happen here. Uh, Kevin Costa recently has been now has a resurgence with Yellowstone. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's excellent, excellent show. I recommend it if you haven't watched it, but it's made me love Kevin Costner all over again. Really? Yeah. He gave a really great speech at the beginning of the field of dreams game. It was a really, really great. Speech. He's, he's, he's phenomenal. And just this yeah. new series just revitalized my interest of him. And I want to go back and watch other movies outside of Waterworld. world. What about the postman postman? <laughs> go watch postman. the postman. 100%. Dances with wolves. Dancing with wolves. JFK. Yes. Uh, draft day. Draft day. Yes. Yes. So you you know you would assume like Ray Kinsella was named after, uh, you know W.P. Kinsella. That was part of it, but um, it was also named after a J.D. Salinger character too. Um, <clears throat> Kinsella was the last name in two of Salinger's uh, uh, stories. Mm-hmm. Richard Kinsella was an annoying classmate of Bolden Clough, of Caulfield in The Catcher in the Rye. Oh, wow. And Ray Kinsella was a character in the short story, A Young Girl in, in 1941, with no waste at all. Those are the two that that, that name was used. So, right, I think isn't isn't James Earl Jones' character kind of based off of J.D. Salinger? Yes. So he's in the, he's out in the field here again, and he hear he hears a voice now, and now he's talking to the voice. Now he's talking to the voice, and everybody in the. Uh, the Amway was like, you hearing voices out in the field, Ray? He goes, no, 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 not at all. Because they, they, you know, they, they know if you start hearing voices, you're going a little, little loopy here, a little crazy. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I watch, I watch it often, but I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Okay. So now he's seeing visions, right? Now he hears the, mm-hmm. if you build it, he will come. Yeah. And now there's a vision of the baseball field in his cornfield. And he sees a dude standing out in the field and... A, little, a, little, a guy in a white pinstripe uniform. Yeah. I mean, you don't really know who he is yet, right? Yeah. But he has an idea of who it could be. And you, you saw him visiting it, right? So they were actually considering a fence, an outfield fence. But after discussion, they said, why would you have a fence? The cornfield is your fence. It's your yeah. wall. Yeah. It would just wouldn't make sense. It, it would Aesthetically, it looks better with the right. cornfield being the, being the online. Now, the, the actual game they had... The fence, I guess, was uh, it was like one of those, like it was like a chain link fence. Yes, so and it could you see the corn. You could see the corn through, through yeah, it, yes. and the yeah. the players came through like they had like an opening where the players could come through and yeah. walk to the game. Are they gonna do that again? Uh, yeah, they're doing it this year too. Yeah, are they? They are. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to watch that together if you want. Yeah, that'd be fun. I forget it's I forget who's playing. I think I I think when I say the Tigers and the. Pirates, but I'm not. I'm not positive on that. Any team's fine. 
Yeah, I, I, I think it should always be the White Sox for some reason. I just feel like I don't yeah, that's yeah. That, that would make sense. Just like if you're involving, you know, Babe Ruth story or you know, Red Sox or Yankees would be involved, you know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, for the record, everybody that's listening right now, the Mets have a better record than the Phillies as of this recording. <laughs> we'll keep you posted, even throughout other movies that are non-baseball related. And as we move on. Uh, thanks for putting that in there. I appreciate sure. it. Sure. He's probably going to edit that out. He's right now writing down the timestamp. Right. He's like, right now, it's 11 minutes, 40 seconds into the movie. Okay, so the Field of Dreams game this year is going to be between the Chicago Cubs and Cincinnati Reds. Okay. August 11th this year, 2022. Nice. A couple days before somebody's uh, day right. of birth. Day of birth. It'll be 57. <laughs> 57 in my heart. Yes. You know, Willie Mays Hayes is in this movie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bob Euchre is in this movie. He's that voice. Just a bit outside. Just cut down your cornfield. So here's the theme. He's afraid of turning into his father. Right. Dad was a Yankees fan, and so of course I rooted for Brooklyn. Right, he's comparing where he is in his life to where his dad was in his life. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, <clears throat> you know, everybody does that. We did. And when it came time to go to college. So, as we see right there, Kevin Costner wasn't initially considered for the movie. Um,. Because he just starred in Bull Durham, which is another movie we have to go back and see. Um, he was the first actor to come to Robinson's mind to play Ray, but he just starred, you know, in another baseball movie. So a Universal executive got Costner to read the script anyway. And he decided to do it because he felt it would be akin to It's a Wonderful Life. I smoked some grass. I tried to like sitar music. So, and like you said too, Mike, I mean, this is, it's not as big of a baseball movie as Bull Durham. No. You know, Again, so. a Bull Durham would be, some people don't consider that even a baseball true. movie. That's that's true. The, I baseball think it's more backdrop. baseball than this. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. but. After graduation. And so there he goes. He's, he's, his wife agreed with him and he's plowing under his cornfield. You know, I guess almost like on a on another level, he could have just waited until it was time to to plow his fields yeah. for the corn. But I guess you know, patience. He he had to do it. He had to get it get it done with. A few years later, Karen was born. So now his wife is he's telling his daughter about Shoeless Joe and what 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 he what it means to be Shoeless Joe and how he got that that name. And uh, his... I'll give you a little hint, Mike. Later on in the movie, two huge celebrities were extras in this movie. Two celebrities were extras in this huge. movie. Huge, yeah, huge celebrities. Huge celebrities. Yes. You're gonna point them out, or, we, or, or or will you be able to point them? out? I'm not sure if you'll be able to see them, but I'll tell you the, the scene. Okay. Hint is highlight them apples. No, really? Get out of here! Oh, I'm excited for this. I'm gonna yeah. keep looking out for yes. this now. 
and they, they were teenagers at this point. So we'll, I bet, yeah, yeah. So he's giving this whole this whole backstory of of Sewerless Joe now, and about how he was suspended from baseball. There's no proof that he actually cheated, yeah, or even shaved off any point because he batted yeah. like this huge. You know, oh average. yeah, yeah. Post playing um, is a different story. Yeah, but uh, so far only two players ever been uh, banned from baseball. The Hall of Fame, Shoeless Joe and Pete Rose. And Pete Rose is still trying to get in the Hall of Fame. WWE Hall of Famer Pete Rose. Is he in the WWE Hall of Fame too? Yeah, that's wow. right. Wow. That's right. I did not know that. And he made a joke saying, I did not bet on wrestling. He did not bet on wrestling. <laughs> right, right. That's funny. And the thing is, Pete Rose, he bet on, on his team to, uh, you know, win or lose, yeah, right? Doesn't, you know, yeah. whatever. He, he was a manager. Okay, fine. Ban him from the Hall of Fame as a manager. Don't. Yeah, he, play, we as a player, playing is he, separate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Playing and managing is separate, you know. Joe Torre is not going into the Hall of Fame as a player. As a player. No. no, he's going to the Hall of Fame as a manager. So put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame as a player. He didn't yes. cheat or anything as a player. Uh Put him in. There's no reason for you not to. Like Jerry West, great player, not the best coach. Right, exactly, yes. Even like Phil Jackson, great coach, not a great player. Yep. Jerry Sloan, like these are all players that were players and they're better coaches. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame. And I feel like Pete Rose will eventually get in the Hall of Fame, but he'll, he won't, he won't live to see it. Donald Trump became president. <laughs> we'll let Pete Rose eventually make the Hall of Fame. Exactly, right. You know. Anything can happen. So now we're, we go through the seasons. Uh, fall, the winter came, yes. and now we're coming up in the springtime, and uh, still nothing yet. No, no, nobody. Nobody's so showing up. So she's mentioning a Southpaw. I didn't know what a Southpaw was until I watched Rocky. You didn't know what a southpaw was? I heard it, but I never Rocky? know what it meant. Yeah, and then Rocky taught me what a southpaw was. A, bo- a, bo- a boxing movie told you what a southpaw was. Yep. Oh, yeah, because he was a... You're right, okay, yeah, but... watch out for the, for the southpaw. Right, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So they're going over their uh, books here, and it's... Uh, all their money was spent making that field. And he wants to keep it. He might, he might not be able to keep it, she's saying. They might be able to keep the farm if he keeps the field. So the voice we heard, Mike, right? Um, in the in the cornfield, it's a mystery. No one knows who made the voice. Some say it belonged to Ray Liotta. Yeah. Um, Kinsella wrote that he was told it was actually Ed Harris. Really? Yeah, who was Amy Madigan's husband, you know. Right. Um, so no one really knows for sure who that voice is. Huh. If you if you if anyone knows, shoot us a. Uh, a message. Let us know. Yeah, I like to know. I thought I always thought it was Ray. I thought it was always Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did. But there's no really. definitive proof that if it is or not. Right. Um, another vision. Yeah, he sees somebody out there, right? Mm-hmm. He sees somebody in the darkness. 
his daughter saw him first. And she's going to make some coffee for both of them. People report they hear the sounds of things that happen in past lives. Whether it's battles right. or the energy, whatever you believe or not, the spiritual energy is still there. Right. You, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Or destroyed. Yeah. So it's out there somewhere, somehow. Yeah. And so, you know, depending on latitudes and longitudes, mm -hmm. something in this cornfield is. Uh, yeah. Has some energy to it. So and this man sitting out in the, in the in the field is like puzzled by the lights that are shining down on this field. That now I hope this doesn't ruin things for you. The grass was painted green for the movie, right? Because it was winter time, right? It was yes. really cold. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, you know, it was coated with some green vegetable dye and latex turf paint. Wow, to get that yeah. that that look. Which is why would they have to film this in the winter time? Because you know what for? Because like, it's not like there's anything going out and going on in Iowa. I guess it's something. There is one yeah. thing that goes on in Iowa. Use there's a bike race, and the bike race is across the state of Iowa, which I never knew about until I watched this YouTube channel. And they 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 rode bikes across Iowa. That was pretty cool. That's something I would like to do. And so Ray, Ray decides he's going to hit some balls to this guy out in the outfield. <laughs> he's like, what? Okay. And he's this little dribbler. His first one yeah. is a dribbler. I mean, you look how nervous he must be. You're playing with him. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. He, has, he has no idea what's happening, right? Sorry. Sorry. He goes, I'll get some out there. I'll get some out there. He needs a fungo. That's what he needs. <laughs> Not that you know, that wooden bat. It's easier to hit a fungo out there. He's catching wall. I catching basket catches. Now, Mike, this, yeah. for the for the viewers and listeners, is the uniform era accurate for the for the White Sox? I think it is. Yes, yeah, it's accurate for the night. You know, for nineteen 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 yeah. World uh, White Sox. Yeah. The S O X on their on their on yes. their sleeve, their, their shirt. You know, back in those days, the the gloves after the inning, they would throw their glove and leave it on the field. They wouldn't take it into the dugout with them, so a glove would be in play when you're playing. So if you you could have trip over a glove, step on a glove, or you would just use the other person's glove. Yeah. But they were always a, there was a glove on the field if the if someone had their own glove. Um, the the merchandise line roots a fight make a great Negro baseball league uh, line of clothes. Oh yeah, man! There's there's some cool cool yeah. teams that yeah. from the Negro League. Really great merchandise. That was one thing I love is the smell of, of the of the grass when you go and play baseball. Uh -huh. Like that reminds me of, of um, 
summer summer two a days for football when I smell grass. Right. Yep. And where I live, there's a sod farm. And I always pass it. And I look at the grass, how nicely it's cut, perfectly cut, just like a baseball field. It's like it's so funny. Like Ray is so confused. Like he runs out to the field. He runs out. He runs out to the mound, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Don't you need a catcher?" He's like, "Not if you get the ball close to the plate, you won't." <laughs> and like, look how he neatly places that bag down and show off. It's Wilson. There's a yes, exactly position. Product placement, yeah, right? Yes. Product placement. They're like Ray. Please slowly put that ball bag down so Wilson can be seen. Wait, I thought that was named after. Tom Hanks volleyball. <laughs> Who just threw out the first pitch at the, uh, uh, I think it was a Cleveland Guardians game or something like that. See, like Wilson, we tie Wilson. it in. Yeah. I think uh, Kevin Costner was a, a, an athlete or something, so I think he is. This is actually him throwing these balls to Ray Liotta. And he, he just told Sula Jules Jackson, maybe, let's see if you can hit my curveball. Some farmer. He must put it through his face. Yeah, yeah, you can hit my curveball. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, who's he, who's he think he is? Uh, Jacob DeGrom, he can put it anywhere? Exactly. Right. Look at Ray Liotta's face. Look how, you know, s- smoother it is. <laughs> <laughs> trying to say it a nice way. Very smooth. Everybody looks so young in this movie. It's true. He would play just for food. He doesn't play for money. This is someone who is addicted to the game. Of course. So obviously now, Ray, uh, you know, it seems like that he he's not hearing things, right? This is actually happening, and is is actually ha- right. Yeah, he's there's actually dele- throwing balls and everything, hitting balls. Uh, it was interesting. There's a deleted scene where Ray yeah. gets his hearing checked. <laughs> yeah. Really, from a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been interesting to put yeah. in there, to throw yeah. that in there. You know, I might actually go and see if I can read this book and find it because yeah. it would be interesting to see what how different it is compared to the movie. You can ask. You can ask. Is this something? Is it? Is it something? Is this something? <laughs> I'm almost done with that book, by the way. You'd like it. It's my breakfast reading book. Mm-hmm. Now, again, Ray is... He knows that this is real. Like, his wife can see him. Yeah. His daughter can see him. This is it's real. Not, this is actually happening. Mind. Yeah. So he's finding out about what... What the, what the lights are like. He's afraid to step off. Because he can't if he steps off. Yeah, if he steps off, he becomes an old man, I guess. He doesn't really know, though. He just kind of, like, knows he can't do it. Doesn't know why. He just knows he shouldn't. The little girl goes, are you a ghost? Are you a ghost? No. That little girl grew up, and uh, my wife used to hang out with her 
as, yeah. as they were as they were like, when they got older. Interesting. Yeah, and I went to a, someone's wedding and she was there, so I've talked. I've I've talked to her. It's not the biggest of 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 actresses, but still. He said, "Can I can I come back?" And Ray goes, "Yeah, I, I built it for you. You've been talking to me in this in the in the cornfield." Well, speaking of Gabby Hoffman, you know his daughter. That was this was her first movie. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The filming of this uh, schedule was based upon the height of the corn. Is that why? Yeah, because Kevin Costner's height is listed as six one. You know, so it had to be that or taller. When the first voice spoke to him, so it was all contingent upon the height of the corn. <laughs> wow. The thing is, though, if it was a winter time, yeah, well, I guess maybe not winter, winter like what October, November. Yeah. Is the corn really going to be green though? It's going to be brown, isn't you it? Think right, yeah. So he must have had to do some digital. Oh yeah. Things with that. Well, as much as they can in '89. Yeah. Um, what's the quote, Mike? If they build it, if you build it. If you build it, he will come. Yes. Most people think if you build it, they will come. They will, will come. come. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a Yeah. It's one of those uh those things, those people like, you know, Luke, I'm your father kind of thing. Yes. I always when I see what's his name here, I always think of thirty something. Remember that T V show Thirty Something he was on? I think of thirty something and I also yeah. think of um Little Big League. Yeah. He's the he's the first baseman in Little yes, Big League. Yes. It's thirty something is first, and then and then Little Big League. What's a crop? He, he was he was he's trying to tell him he's got you got to sell your farm. You know, I'm trying to help you. Your family, you got a family, but. And so the little girl comes in. Gabby comes in and said. Uh, there's somebody on your baseball field, Dad. Believe it or not, Ray Liotta's never seen the movie, Mike. Ray Liotta's never seen this never, movie? He's heard it's a good movie. He's never seen it, he said. Which is crazy, right? Something you're in? Which, that is something that I've heard that actors and actresses do. They Sometimes they, they never watch the movie that they're in because they can't. He thought, And he thought the script was silly. Well, if you think about it, it is silly. I mean, it this is. guy's used to being in, you know, mob movie, you know, gangster yeah. movies, you know, it's a well, serious now he actor. Is. Yeah. Now he is. But but that's what he likes those serious kind of. This is in a way fantasy. Right. Well, so is, now here comes the eight man out. Here's yes. the guys, the guys that were thrown and banned from baseball. Now. Nobody talks about these guys not being in the Hall of Fame because they kind of weren't Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. But Shoeless Joe is probably out of everybody the the best of them all, and that's why. Now, what happened tell, for for the people that don't know? Tell the story. Story is that um, the owner of the White Sox uh, was nickeling and diming the players, and so they needed extra money. You know, when you were a baseball player, baseball was your second job. You had you, a, made you had a, money. Yeah. You made very little money, and it was only a second job. Your first job was like you know, car dealer, or salesman, stuff like that. And so, you know, a, a bookie came and said, you know, would you throw the World Series because they were the best team in the league, and they were definitely going to win the World Series. And like, can you throw this World Series? Can you do it? And they're like, uh, yeah. What's how much money is in it? So they got the pitcher, they got the catcher, and then eventually they got eight other, uh, seven other guys. Uh-huh. 
And so they all, you know, through the World Series, they end up losing the World Series to the, I think it was the Cardinals. I can't remember who, what team they, they lost. I think Pete Rose to. was on that team. Yeah, right, right. He played a long time ago. Uh, and so then he end, they ended up you know losing the game. And then it came out that they actually found out that they bet on the games and they took money. Mm-hmm. And Major League Baseball uh, banned all eight players from baseball. And then, you know, again, they, there, there is no proof that Shoeless Joe actually tried to throw the World Series because his his average was amazing his, when yeah. he played. All right, so here's his brother-in-law and, and sister-in-law and, and mother-in-law, and they're out here, and they're like, I thought you were going to watch a game. And they're like, what players? What what eight of who? Eight of what? Them. <laughs> who this? This is like, uh, it's like, it's like who's on first, right? Who's, who's on first, right? Yeah. I think we should uh, do a little special. Do that. Who's on first? Watch that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'll do that. A little special for the fans. Maybe that'd be a little bit of YouTube video we can do. Yeah. I haven't played that for my kids yet. I think they'll like it. Maybe this weekend I'll play it for them. Who's on first? Yeah. There actually was a player at one point. His name was, his last name was Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, W-U. And he was on first. I have a picture of it. So it actually happened. So they think they're making fun of them that they that they're pretending that there's yeah. these players out there. Meanwhile, his whole family can see them, but nobody else. But nobody but else, family just these, unit, just them. They're like they really, they really couldn't see it. This is very interesting. This is really interesting. So if they build, if you build it, he will come. Was ranked number thirty nine on AFI's one hundred greatest movie quotes of all time. Number it was number thirty nine. Yes. I wonder what was number one. We'll go. You know it's the... a, no, we could look that up. Separately. Yeah, we can go over it as a special too on YouTube and comment on our. Write, Write that, that down. down. <laughs> <laughs> thinking some additional content here. Right, thinking thinking outside the outside the batter's box here. Yeah. Ray's like, see ya guys. Bye. It's like a little kid. Right? <laughs> I'm melting. I wonder. Now, was that Wizard of the... Oz around when it, they That's what I'm thinking. Was Wizard of Oz yeah. released when that... that I... Unless they know of what's happening in current day. Right. They, could, they could view it. Ease his pain. Ease his pain? What are you talking about? Huh? What? <laughs> another voice. He's hearing another voice. What pain? Whose pain? Nothing. And now you're like, okay, now was it was it Shulos Jackson this whole time or now? Who or what? What's going on? So this was filmed in the summer of 88. Summer of 88 and then yes. released in 89. Yeah. 
and uh, W.P. Kinsella said that watching the movie get made was a colossal boredom because it's a lot of waiting, you know? It's like baseball in a way, you know? Oh, that's so funny. It's not an action movie here. Right. So, we Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta couldn't hit left-handed well enough for the movie. Um... Because Shoeless Joe hit lefty and threw righty. Right. But in the movie, Leota plays him as right-handed. Um, because he couldn't hit at all lefty. So He couldn't hit all lefty, but he could. Yeah. He, uh, they were able to... Because Shoeless Joe, was Shoeless Joe's switch hitter? Yeah, uh, he um, hit lefty and threw righty. Oh, so there's a... So he, yeah. But so Ray Leota couldn't hit lefty, so... Yeah. They just had him hit and righty. And my son's the opposite. He throws left yeah. and hits right. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like, that's, that's crazy, like right? a lot of players. A lot of players. It happens with a lot of players. Yeah, my, Bryce writes left, but is dominant for right for, for a lot of sports. Really? That's cool. Yeah. I think my, my dad, he threw right but batted left. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where he gets it from. No one... In our family is is lefties really? No, oh, nobody. No, not that I'm huh. aware of. Yeah. So, here's a fact about this one: W. P. Kinsella uh, and his wife almost appeared in the, in the movie at this scene. Oh, really? That's cool. They were in the audience, a part of the PTA group. Um, they were trapped there for a full day of sweltering retakes. And then they never appeared in the final cut. Oh, so they just they waste like they feel like yeah. a waste of time that time. Yeah. You know. I did take their money, but nobody could ever prove he did a single thing to lose those games. I mean, if he's supposed to be throwing, how do you explain it back? Former USC baseball coach Rod uh, Dado was a consultant in the movie. He helped uh, the actors refine their their skill set. Their baseball skills. Yeah. So he now you know, they're they're calling him out that he's a weirdo for plowing under plowing over his or. So now we're talking about book burning here and, you know, banning books and... She always plays, like, like what's the name? Always plays an ass? She always plays a, uh, right, an yeah. ass, too. <laughs> character. Okay, now we're going to go outside and fight. He's like, Annie, will you, will you just cool it? Cool it, Annie. Cool it. Keep my wife's name. <laughs> Freedom is a pretty good thing. <laughs> and Ray's just thinking about easing his pain. Whose pain, whose pain is he easing? 
She called her Eva Braun. <laughs> and anyway, not knowing who Eva Braun is, that's uh, Hitler's girlfriend. Yes, I know. And then the Nazis wore Hugo Boss. I don't know if you knew that. Did they really? Yes. That's funny. You just created something totally illogical. Step outside, the, you the Nazi Nazis try to be stylish. Hugo Boss. Yes. Terrence Mann. So here we're talking about this is Terrence Mann is supposed to be DJ JD Salinger. Yes. What's his pain? How do you ease his pain? What does Terrence Mann have to do with baseball? I wonder. And neither Ray. does Ray. Ray has no idea either. We are coming up now 40 minutes and 18 seconds, 1920. So here's this here's this music. This music kind of gets you a little psyched up. All the research he's doing about Terrence Mann. You find out that he was arrested. He was a big uh, activist. And then he was considered one of the greatest writers of all time when the Pulitzer Prize, and then he disappears. He was Darth Vader, he read. He was Darth Vader. He was Mustafa. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a fact once we discuss more about the um, the music yeah we could discuss more of um, the composer James Horner okay he was moved to tears by the rough cut of the film just by the music by the music and everything added in just shows the emotion Right, it, it, yeah. it does feel emotion. Yeah. Right, there's definitely yeah. emotion in this. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Almost break even. Right, he named a character John Kinsella. Terrence Mann had a character named John Kinsella. Just a minute, Karen. So he's trying to piece it together. How does baseball and Terrence Mann work? How do they go together? In a minute, Karen. So he said he wanted to he wanted to be see Evans Field and play and, and see Jackie Robinson. So he's That's got why he's, I, he what he's got he's got a story he's got a story yeah. connecting baseball and Terrence Mann. That's what he's going yep. to go on. And they're mentioning the Brooklyn Dodgers. That's why a lot of fans of the Brooklyn Dodgers are Mets fans because they yep. travel when they when they when they moved, yeah. they, they converted to Mets fans. That's right. My father-in-law is a uh, was a huge Brooklyn Dodgers fan. He grew up two blocks from Evans Field. Yeah. And uh, he has all these great stories about Jackie Robinson parking his car in front of his apartment building and yeah. and asking Jackie Robinson for, for a uh, autograph. Yeah. And Jackie Robinson goes. I thought I gave you one last last week. He goes, yeah, but you're a good trade. It's like he just kept getting his autograph over <laughs> and over again because he's a good. It was a good trade. He was the modern day eBay. Right, exactly. Guy. He was right. And he, so he and so he has these great stories about players. Him talking to players and sneaking in Debit's field. It was really great. Uh, but when you know the Dodgers left, he was heartbroken. Yeah. And then it wasn't until the Mets showed up. That uh, he actually had a team again. He he refused to root for the L.A. Dodgers. That was a an alien team for him. That's why a lot. Yeah, it was hard for them to move to L.A. That's why they converted to the Mets fans. Yeah. When they, when, in the '60s, when the Mets came yeah. around. 
That's why you'll see a lot of Brooklyn Dodgers merchandise and, and City Field. Well, City Field's well. City Field is the rotunda is modeled after Ebbets Field. Exactly. You have Jackie Robinson right in there. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I like the only uh, you'll see I me. Mean, the only other baseball team I wear merchandise from will be the Brooklyn Dodgers. Okay. Brooklyn Dodgers hat, jersey. I will not wear any of the team besides Nets or Brooklyn Dodgers. Okay. Yeah. So Ray's trying to talk him talk his wife into letting him go and find Terrence Mann. <laughs> He's like, I, 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 and then she said, wait, you had a dream? All right. They're going to Fenway. Mike, get ready. Fenway. I'm excited. Fenway. I've never been there. I'd love to go. Oh, there. I was there. Oh, my favorite Have you been there? Park. Yeah. Who were the, yeah. Um, remember, so, remember my friend, my, they were cousins to me, Brian and Jen. Do you remember them? Yeah. Oh, Brian, when we, we moved Jen to college back, you know, before we went oh, to college. That's she a went long to Boston. Time. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Well, we moved her. Brian and I went, got grabbed tickets, and so oh. I wore my Mets hat. The Dodgers, the the Red Sox fans were like, "Okay, okay, yeah, they were like, right? yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, you hate the Yankees like we do." Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. And so, not to they go back here that Ray yeah. is on the trip now because they both had the same dream yes. about Ray and Terrence Mann. Yep. At the at the game. So he's he's, in a, he's driving a VW bus. Those things are awesome. You can make that in Lego form. Yes, you can. And I think next year they're going to be releasing an electric one. I was going to get the Ghostbusters Ecto-1 in Lego. I saw it in Target the other day. Yeah. 200 bucks. It's, I know. It's steep. It looks beautiful. But yeah. I don't know. It's, little, that's steep. A little bit more expensive than the Seinfeld set, isn't it? A little bit. I'll bet. So he's trying to search. He's trying to search for for Terrence Mann, and nobody knows yes. where he lives. And he goes, "Well, I'm a friend of his. Well, if he was a friend, he would have given you his address, right?" This old lady's like, "I don't know where he is. So leave me alone." I goes, "I'm not going to tell you nothing." That's, she's great. And so he's got to bribe some dude. Yep, Celtics fan. Celtics fan. And he goes. First window without a chicken. That's his. That's his. Uh, that's his door. Chicken, 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 chicken. No chicken. How did that young kid know who Terrence Mann was and where he lived? How is that? How does that work? Uh, they may know, you know, local celebrities. You know. Right. It's like, you now, you know, Ray is putting together pieces of a puzzle. Ray. <laughs> That's what it is. He's been practicing how, how he's going to talk to him. What's he going to say? That was like the weirdest doorbell. What is that? You just pull a chain? It's like he's in a castle. Right. Who the hell are you? I, vi he I, I vividly remember this scene. Right. He slams the door. I was like, why is he face. so mean? I mean I'm right? seven watching this movie. You he's know? so disgruntled. Well, he has, he's tired. He's tired. Like mm -hmm. Terrence Mann is tired. He wants no. He doesn't want to do with deal with anybody. I like what he says right here. He goes. Right. You have a learning disability here or something. Well, you know what's crazy? I saw this movie when I was seven. 
Yeah. Maybe it's different. Maybe there's more too much content out for kids these days. I don't see my seven year old or six year old being interested in this movie, but we were interested because it wasn't a lot of other shows to watch. <laughs> I mean, you know, right? Yeah. It was on Netflix I'm, on I'm, Disney Plus. I'm more. I'm more interested in sports than my kids are interested yeah. in sports. At this age, I was anything baseball. I was. Like, I well, was, that's Bryce. Is that what Bryce yeah, loves I was all into. sports? Paxson wrestling is really it. Yeah. You know? He'll do it because of his older brother, but Bryce is into everything. Yeah, it was no matter what I. I mean, I was in. I was yeah, sucking up girl. every kind of knowledge I could about sports, and yeah. mostly baseball. Like Bryce wanted to throw the game on. You know, Pax will yeah. just want to watch a comedy or something. You know, right, yeah. something funny. Yeah. Like when you said, you know, maybe you and your kids and everybody can go to the baseball game. I laughed because no way they would go. And they, they said, I said, right? yeah. I said, I said, you guys want to go? They're like, yeah. I almost my jaw. I had to pick my jaw up the off the floor. That'd be fun, yeah. Yeah. Eight of us going would be fun. Right. Yeah. You're a low ball hitter. You're from the 60s. He goes, you're from the 60s. And he spray, he's spraying this with like some chemicals in his he's face. Rick Martel's arrogance. <laughs> the model. Smells. You've changed. <laughs> he said you've changed. Or glove to your face. Peace, love, dope. Now get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, so funny. I've seen this movie a few times. Yes, you have. This was a movie, and this is another movie I used to throw on in the video store all the time. Yes, you I'd put did. it on and watch it a lot. This was one of the. This was in the rotation between Back to the Future, Cable Guy, Feel of Dreams, Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber. So now he, he didn't close the door all the way. So Ray sneaks in and he, he's, he's putting his uh, his hand in his jacket like it's a gun. Let's stick him up. And Terrence Mann goes, that's not a gun. Show me. I'm not going to show you my gun. Terrence Mann knows. And so he gets a bat. Oh, crowbar, crowbar. crowbar. He goes, I'm going to beat you with a crowbar until you go away. There's no rules here. You're a pacifist. Got him. Doesn't believe in in, in violence. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You know, James Earl Jones was was good in uh, Sneakers. Yes. Yeah. He was. A, he was like kind of like a bad guy in that movie. He wasn't the. He wasn't the. He wasn't the. He was the, the grayish. Yeah. It was gray area what he was. He was doing, but he was good in that movie. And also, he was Eddie Murphy's dad in Coming to America, right? Yeah. Yes. Was he in Coming to America too? I haven't seen the. the yeah, he was. Yep. Very little. Very not a lot. Not okay. a lot. So he starts talking about John Cassell and the characters that he he used. He goes, "You're on a." He goes, "You know, you have a, f- a whole slew of doctors you talk to." Why are you kidnapping me to a baseball game then? No, 
Kiki, want a cup of coffee? His demeanor has changed so much now since he's called himself called him out in a passive. Want a cookie? He never said that. The whole reason why he came out here was the story about him playing out of his field. And, he, and Terrence Mann said, I've never said that. And I'm like, what? Really? What is going on here? Maybe it's the wrong Terrence Mann. <laughs> it's a long story, but it's a good story. Stupid baseball field's gonna bankrupt you. Everybody knows it. Look, all I'm saying is if you wait till you default on your loan, you're gonna lose everything. If you sell now, my partners will give you more than fair price. You can walk away with <laughs> He's gonna take him to the game. He's not gonna give up. He's gonna no. take him to the game. Well, Ray, no. All right, well, let me ask you this. What are you holding on to this place for? I mean, it's, uh, you never liked Iowa. That's not yes, true. Come I even on. a peach. You've never liked farming. It is true. You don't know the first thing about it. I know a lot about farming. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, I yes. know a lot more than you think I know. Well, then how could you and so they go to the game. All right, so they're at Fenway Park. Yep. When I was there at Fenway, you could just smell the. Oh, it just smelled so good. It smelled like old food old and baseball. baseball. Yeah, 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 that smell. Yeah. So, Mike, get ready because you'll see a very young Ben Affleck and Matt Damon as extras here at Fenway. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I, I need to keep my eyes open for these guys. I didn't know that they were an extras in this movie. Matt, uh, Matt Damon was 17, and uh, yeah. Ben Affleck turned 16 during the summer of, of 88. Ben Affleck, same birthday. We share the same birthday. Paul McCartney and myself do. Ray just goes, what do you want? And he's like, I want people to leave me alone. Think for themselves. I want my privacy. No, no, no. What do you want to eat? And these three vendors, they are actually workers of Fenway Park. They're not extras. They actually live. They actually work for the stadium. Dog and a beer. How much did it cost? Twelve bucks. Jeez. Watch Joe. Watch his feet. See when a pitcher gets a sign and starts a <laughs> He calls Ray a lunatic. So the Red Sox, I think they're playing playing the A's. Yes. You do when you, Oh, here's here's another sentence, another another word here. Go the distance. Go the distance. And he thinks he's the only one that sees it, right? Go the distance. I hear that too often. Come on, asshole! Archibald Moonlight Graham, Chisholm, Minnesota. When you go to a game, do you score keep the game? No. No. I think I tried when I was younger. I was no. I don't know. It's it's very easy to do, but I, I don't know why anybody would want to score keep the game. Yeah. I don't I don't know I don't see the fascination. Old tradition, I guess. It's yeah. good to teach your kids maybe if they want to learn the game and how to keep, you know. But yeah. I used to. I, score I think there's an app now. You can do it. <laughs> I do. I use an app. I use yeah, yeah, an app yeah, now. Yeah. But uh, I used when I was 14, 13, 14, I score kept for a 35 and over baseball team, and they, they used to pay me, and I used to score keep and take care of their stats. That was fun. And when they were short, I played. 
if they were short a guy I would play. So I'm 15 years old playing on a 35 and over baseball team. <laughs> you probably look 35 though. See, there's only eight of Close them, to it. I only got asked once how old I was. You're like Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson looked 40 when he was 20. <laughs> when he was 40, he looked 40. <laughs> That's right. And so they left the game. He he was. They were done. They he saw what he needed yeah. to see and he left. And he and and he was like, "You want to go?" And he's like, "Yeah." And, and Terrence Mann was like, "All right, let's get out of here. I don't want to watch this game." And he lets him out. He's like, um, thanks for coming. He knows he's he knows something happened. He wants to let him go. He's not going to drag him along with him. He did. I think, no, he definitely piqued his interest. Definitely. Right now we're approaching 56 minutes, 22 seconds. He appreciates his passion. That's he's starting to like understand Ray, right? Just for the little time he spent with him, he's like he knows he got another message. He goes, he said, "You're gonna think I'm crazy." He goes, "I, I already think you are crazy." You must keep in pretty good shape. The man's done enough. I don't think he said that. Is that what he said, Sean? I don't think so. And then Terrence Mann was like. Done. Why, was why, he a wipe, check dealer? Yeah, he was, I'm done. Wiping my hands of you. Yes. And Ray drives off. He drives off, right? Takes, makes a Yui, a illegal Yui. Oh, and there's Terrence Mann standing in the middle of the road. Where is he? Yep. Moonlight Graham. He saw it. Saw what? See you guys. New York Giants, yes, yes, children. The Giants used to play in New York before they played in San Francisco. That is so cool. Go the distance. He heard it too. He heard it. The, finally, someone else besides Ray hears the voice. What? We're going to Minnesota. I did not. We went from Iowa to Massachusetts, now to Minnesota. Jesus, pain. What? What the hell, what the hell does that mean? You Goonies! Pain? <laughs> what pain? He what? just said this is bitching. Who's pain? Now, there's a YouTube channel. It's called Combi Life. And this guy is taking his VW bus and traveling the world in it. And he's traveled from, like, Australia all the way through uh, Africa and Europe. And in, I think he's about to hit in America now, but... The thing, the guy, he's breaking down the side of the road, but he's fixable, right? It's amazing what people can do with this bus. What happened to you? So now he's calling home and saying, I'm going to Minnesota. And she's like, Minnesota? Now they're using a payphone. This is before cell phones. What's that, Dad? That's a, what's a payphone? <laughs> and look, she's using a a landline. What's a landline? And um, she didn't couldn't tell him that uh, her brother and investors were there. She's good. She doesn't. She doesn't want to uh, cave. 
Okay, she's she's the holding on. Here in Chisholm, 1888 to 1988. 1888. So they said it's, it's again filmed in 88, released in 89. That's why the centennial centennial. You see there. Great, saw that. No, 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 no. The Supreme Court says it's not. So Terrence, being a writer, knows. You know what? Let's go to the the local paper and find out about. And he is widely regarded Moulak as the finest satirist of his time. Yeah, well, I think he's a pervert. He's probably a communist, too. No, Doc is not a nickname. Dr. Graham. The so-called novels of Terrence Mann endorse promiscuity, godlessness, the mongrelization of the race. This is so sad, right? I feel so bad about what he said. Officers of the Doc, United Graham. States Doc Graham is dead. What? And that is why Died in 1972. All across the country. And this is 1988. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> so she's reading this article that someone wrote about Doc Graham. And the story tells how great of a guy Doc Graham was. And she said, who wrote that? Terrence Mann and she wrote it. And then he goes, you're a good writer. And she goes, so are you. So she knows exactly who Terrence Mann is. Only old ladies could be that, you know, witty. Very quick. Quick-witted, yes. I cherished every one of his books, and I dearly wish he had written some more. And I think if you had experienced even a 16 years after he died, why why are they you there? You might feel the same way too. I experienced. And so Terrence Mann is now interviewing the no, locals about uh, Moonlight Graham. Right on into the 70s. Anyway, White hair and wear a coat. Well, your husband plowed under his corn and built a baseball field. Now there's an intelligent response. The weirdo. <laughs> Honey, it's all right. I'll be cool. At least he is not a book burner, you Nazi cow. At least I'm not married to the biggest nice little back, background of counties. what kind of person Doc was. Yeah, so Moonlight Graham is a real person. Kinsella used Archibald Moonlight Graham's real life story for his book. With the exception that, uh, the, you know, the real Graham's low major league game took place in June of 1905, not the last day of the 1922 season, like the Lancaster's character in the film. Right, okay. The author uh, uh, found his name, or Graham's name, in the, a baseball encyclopedia he received. Uh, it was given to him as a Christmas gift, and he decided that the name was better than anything he could ever come up with. Right, of course, yeah. Moonlight, Archibald, yeah. Moonlight, Graham, you can't come up, you can't come up with that kind of stuff. And he became a doctor of, of, Chis, of Chisholm by answering a newspaper ad. To become a doctor? So become their doctor of the the, the yes. town's doctor. Yeah. All right. And so they're they're going through the newspaper, and now Terrence Mann has found out that he uh, is missing. We gotta go. This is great. Didn't tell his dad he was leaving. So Ray takes a takes a hike while Terrence Mann calls his father, just let him know where he is. He has no idea what to say to him. <laughs> How do you tell? Uh, I'm in uh, Minnesota. 
about? That's who's paying. Oh, how do you know that? I, I don't know. I just know. I mean, I was right about building a field, wasn't I? Yeah. Well, so Ray goes there? for a little walk. Well, how are you supposed he to passes that? some, some man in the street. Look, he's my favorite and, uh, writer, too. Passes the movie theater. What's, What's playing on the movie theater here? It's what? See right Re-elect. here? Okay, so elect the this president. Is, yep, this is a Watergate Easter egg. So as you see, the, the campaign poster for Nixon, yeah. if you look on display what's behind it, it's an assortment of tape recorders. Oh, jeez, that's funny. Yeah. The Godfather is playing on the in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that Godfather came out much, much earlier than 1988. Yes. And it's incredible. So he decides to check on this license plate. The license plate says 72. Yes. What? What's going on here? He stops writing books. Not only is he, he hearing voices and seeing things, he is uh, he is uh, time traveling. He writes software for interactive children's videos, and they teach kids how to resolve their conflicts peacefully. God, what an amazing guy! Yeah, but what's he got to do with baseball? And there he is, umbrella, hat. He knows it's Moonlight Graham. He knows it is. But is it? Is it really him, Doctor Graham? Moonlight? Are you Moonlight Graham? What do you want me to say, Big? Wow, what's it got? Jimmy Stewart was the first choice to play Moonlight. He would have been a good choice for this. But then, like, after seeing Burt Lancaster, yeah. can't, can't be anybody else. Burt didn't really get it, you know, he said. But a friend convinced him to take, to, to take the part. Oh. He was great in the movie uh, From Here to Eternity. Great movie. Roger Ebert gave this four stars. Uh, Roger, oh, really? Four yeah, stars? Yeah, it's hard to do that, yeah. It's a. This is a good movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, this is. I never get old. I never get tired of this movie. Movies, except for we, one. we choose. We've only, out of all the movies we've chosen, we've only chosen one. One big, huge egg. Which could have been better if it was. I think if we had a different cut. Uh, well, like twelve minute cut maybe. A solid, a solid 90 minute. Now, <laughs> add Gino's speech. So, and pain, you're, oh, done. you're done. Yes. You're done. <laughs> Ray, this is nuttier than building the baseball. No, no, it's not. So, he's, so Moonlight takes him back to his office. Because he probably thinks he's crazy, sorry, right? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to go to a Mets Phillies game this year? Uh, yeah, we just look at, you have to look at the sketch. Yeah. I got to go when the greatest pitcher of all time plays, right? Yeah, when he gets back, yeah. Right. I'd say the one of. Uh, oh, now it's one of the greatest pitchers. I said one of. One of the greatest pitchers of all time. Gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. We are behind on the mortgage. Yeah, really hard for me to swallow that. That Jacob Degrom is one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I've heard you say that often. Yeah, right. What happened last year when he when when they when they started banning substances? What happened to him? Something happened. Can't recall. Possibly. Let's watch the movie. Yeah. You believed in the magic. It happened. Isn't that enough? Annie, it's more than that. Okay, I know this is totally nuts, but it. 
Hey, Burt Lancaster played this role really well. Yeah, he really pulled it off. He, pulled, he made it look like a good, wholesome doctor from Chasm, Minnesota. Well, he's in this role. He's, you know, Burt Lancaster, he's, you know, a Hollywood legend at this point. So he's asking if he regretted anything, right? Does he miss playing? Does he miss the fact that he didn't get to play Major League Baseball? <laughs> he's like, no, not really. But there's one thing I wanted to do, and, and it's stare down a big league pitcher and just wink at him, think him, make him think you know what I'm doing, what, that I know what you're doing. Next weekend, they're against the Phillies. The Mets or Pets are playing the Phillies next weekend, but that's in, in, in Flushing, though. I'm not going to flush it. <laughs> and then uh, May 5th, 6th, 7th. May 5th, 6th, and 7th? They're in, they're in, they're in Philly? Hi. 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 It's a great pleasure to finally get to. Hi, I'm Ray Kinsella. I'm a really big fan of you. Hi. There you go. That was it. That's all the. That's their host. That's they. That's they play all their games early like this. No, I just mentioned. Oh. I'm like they play. They gotta play them later in this season. Put your hands up and get in the trunk. Of course. Good. He lives right around here. Do you know? I'm not in June. He's sort of a tall black man. I'm a, I'm a friend of his. Ray was it's not in July. Yeah, it looks, sounds like they could play all their games early, which I don't like that. There you go. We'll go mid-August. Dog days of summer. That, that's when that's going on. Dog days. Mark, put it in the books. We're going. August. June could be the thunder. So the composer, you know, James Horner, uh, was uh, behind Titanic and Braveheart. Great so, soundtrack to those yeah, movies as well. Yeah. Oscar-winning composer. He passed away in 2015. Um, but he, he, this is one of his, his, his masterpieces his, too. His gems, yes, yeah. sure. So Ray asked asked uh, Moonlight to come with him, and he said no. He, and then Ray goes, "It would be a, it's a it's a catastrophe that you didn't get to play." He goes, "No, the catastrophe I only got to be a doctor for a day." So he, he really sees the difference yeah, between. Yeah, it looks what his it's more important. Is, yeah, his, his calling was. Sir, my name is Ray Kinsella. So Ray calls his wife, and his wife tells him that it's time we got to we got to figure out what we're going to do with the field. Yep. What are we doing with the farm? It's getting serious now. I wonder if she talks on and on and on and on about it too, right? Just goes on and on and on about like her dinner with her friends. Her so dinner. there were a few characters from Shoeless Joe that were omitted Look, from the script. Um, Eddie Kid Sissons, uh, previous owner of the Ray's no farm, an elderly uh, woman. Um, or an elderly Iowan, I should say. Um, an elderly Iowan? Yeah. Claims to be the oldest living Chicago cub. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
please. And look, Ray, Ray, Ray said he was going to go drop Terrence Mann off at, back in Massachusetts. And he was like, no, 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 I'm coming with you. Yep. He wants to see this field. Another character cut out of the screenplay was Richard Kinsella, Ray's identical twin brother. What? That's yeah. weird. Right. Why would they do that? Like, right. why would they even have that? Like, I know. Why would that even be something to have to cut out? Exactly. So they, they're driving driving to Iowa and they pull over to the side of the road and pick up this, this hitchhiking kid. Refreshing. He once wrote, there comes a is he time real? When all the cosmic tumblers have He's real as the place. day is uh, light, right? Up for a few seconds he plays baseball, this young kid. Oh my God. He, it's weird. What? You're from the 60s. They're talking about baseball and of course this young kid wants to play baseball. That's so weird. So wow. ironic. Jones is on board here. He's ready to go. Yeah. Place for you here in the future. Get back while you still can. You've changed. You know that? Yes, I suppose I have. How about this? Peace so they picked up a ghost. He, they picked up a ghost. They don't know it yet. Until he starts like really talking about his and then he says his name. What? Huh? What? Huh? Archie Graham. They're like, what is going on? The the universe is really you can, just you can messing see with us. <laughs> Jones' face there. Yeah, he was like, I, he doesn't believe it. Yeah, nineteen twenty-two to be exact. <laughs> Isn't that the story of of boys and their fathers? Fathers who couldn't make it in the big, so they try to force their kids to make it for them. I was hoping I wasn't going to have to do it this way. Or be doctors. Or be doctors. No, it's not. It's a gun. Yeah, let me see it. Get out of here. I'm not going to show you my gun. Now, look. I'm not the gonna Boat Rocker come with me for a by Terrence time. Mann. What are, you, what are you doing? I'm going to beat you with a crowbar. He goes. He, 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 he thinks he's blaming Terrence Mann for not playing catch with his dad. You're a pacifist. Shit. Thank you. Thank you. So what? You kidnapping me? What's the deal here? Huh. Never talked to his dad after his after he walked out at seventeen. And then his dad died. So you are kidnapping me. I have to take you What's to the awful thing you said to your father? What was it? You what? Tonight's it game. Red Sox A's. Why? Never respect a man whose hero was Something a criminal. Shoeless Joe Jackson was his hero. He goes. My name's Ray Kinsella. You used my father's name for a character in one of your stories. John Kinsella. You're seeing a whole team of psychiatrists, aren't you? The funny thing is, James Earl Jones' wife um, convinced him to accept the role of Terrence Mann. I swear to God, I am. His wife had to convince him, huh? Yeah. Why you kidnapping me? You know, uh, I know. Side note: I know James Earl Jones has a well had a severe stutter problem. He couldn't. We couldn't talk straight. Well, his wife did tell him though that you know the long speech about baseball will never be in the film. <laughs> a long time It'll be on the cutting room floor. Right, but she was right about one thing and wrong about the other. Yeah, right. I never said that. It didn't. 
So he now he knows why Archie's here. He knows why why uh, why Ray's here. But why am why is Terrence Mann here? Why what is going on here? He's the connective tissue. So weird. The connective. <laughs> I like to call it. I want to go through with it. He's bringing them home. Where is he? The epithelial connective, epithelial muscles and nerve. Yes. <laughs> That's a really good story. There's a song. It's a song I taught my kids. No. Mm-hmm. Just come to this game with me. I swear to God, I will never bother you again. Not yeah, but we, we mentioned Burt Lancaster. That was his last film to play in theaters. That's right. That's what I said. He was 74, right? So. Yeah. He retired from acting. He passed away in 94. Yeah. So what do you do with yourself these days? I live. I work. I learn how to cook. They're just introducing them to a ghost. Don't you miss being involved? And look, they've they've brought other players, players who were wanted to come out and play. Now they can play an actual game. Um, so I never saw we never saw Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in that. I know, in the, I know. Never saw them. We'll have to see if we find a screenshot of where there are next yeah. extras. I spent all my misery years ago. So look at for for the first time, like Terrence Mann and Archie can see the players. The the, the, the first time people outside of the family can see. Terrence Mann can't he can't understand what's going on. And what my privacy. Shook hands with him and everything. He goes, I hope you don't mind. I brought other players, other ghosts to play baseball. Sure. I'm the commissioner of the Ghost League. <laughs> commissioner of the Ghost Love League, sure. Okay, I understand. Gil Hodges. Gil Hodges, my father-in-law's favorite player. Mm-hmm. It's a name to hear often. He just, he also just got elected to the Hall of Fame this year. Mm-hmm. For the first time, he was the last, the last boy last of summer round, to, right? yeah. not to be in it. He finally got in. And so Joe tells him, "Get, get your uniform on. You're going to play. You came to play, right? Let's go." So Mike, I wanted. To, this is where we mentioned about you know Shula's Joe's uniform. Yeah. Um, I think there's a little inaccuracy here with with Moonlight's uniform. He's wearing. He wears a New York Giants yes. uniform. He, um, the colors, the colors uh, are orange and black, but they didn't start wearing those uniform until San until Francisco. 33. Oh, until 1933. Yeah. So, it's, so yeah, that's they, a little off. That's off. I think because most people probably knew so, that Giants the, are yeah, orange. Yeah. Again, it's New York Giants, New York baseball Giants. If you notice, that is the basically the spinoff. The, uh, or that's, the that's logo is yes. Yeah. Yep, 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 for sure. I'm sorry, I guess you didn't have to be here. It's strange. What? I won't wear New York Giants stuff, you know? Yeah. But I'll wear Dodgers, Brooklyn Dodgers, even though yeah. the logo's very similar. Fine, let's go. I think the. It, it was smooth that Mets kind of like embraced uh, both. The, the, bo- the both, yeah, like yeah. Brooklyn yep. Dodgers yep. and the Giants, but they like. Took the blue from the Dodgers and the orange from the. Yeah, Giants. But they also they also had a lot of players from that era play for them yes. towards the end of their career. Like Willie yes. Mays played for the 
for the Mets. Gil yep. Hodges was, I believe, one of their first coaches. I'm pretty sure. I think that's right, yeah. Um, you know, so they did the right thing by bringing back old old players from that, that era to play on that that team yeah. early on. Uh, Casey, I think Casey Stengel even coached them, yep. if I remember. I've already taken up too much of your time. So look for the way, but also look for in your ear. Watch out for in your ear. I wish I had your passion, Ray. Misdirected though it might be, it is still a passion. I used to feel that way. So he got the do. He he got the wink at the at the pitcher, and the pitcher threw at him. You got another message, didn't you? And so does he get? He gets he a chance crazy. to get a hit. I already think you're crazy. Oh, fly ball to center field. Sack sack fly. Man's done enough. Safe. Sack fly. Archie Graham's not a not a power hitter. Nope. You can see why his career didn't last too long. Moonlight Graham. You saw it. So what? You saw it. So that Archie and, and Ray had a moment there. A little head nod. A little head nod. Kevin said that's how we do it on the other stuff. <laughs> so here comes, his, uh, comes uh, Ray's wife's brother. He parks on the uh, third base side of the field. I think he's 30-something. 30-something. And he walks across the field in the middle of the game. Doesn't see anybody. Doesn't see a pitch being thrown. Doesn't see the fact that he got in his guy's yeah. way. And he wants to take him out. It's amazing how they, they timed that, where they had the pitch come and the guy swing and miss. Like, what if he didn't swing and miss, right? Who's real? Who's real, Ray? And they introduce him to Terrence Mann, and he doesn't believe he's Terrence Mann either. Elvis. It's Elvis. And I'm the Easter Bunny. <laughs> he doesn't believe him. That's Terrence Man. That's so now, funny. Yes, he plays a bad guy here, but he's is doing something he thinks is right for the family. Right, he's doing something that he feels it's right for his sister, right, and his, and his niece. Yes. He's saying he goes, "You can live in the house rent free." You just give me the land. I, I just want to take the land. I got to buy it off you. He's gonna get a cut of it. Right? No, he's not. Of course not. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Is he going to get a broker? Oh, yeah, yeah definitely he's going to yeah. get a cut. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that the, yeah. they say you can stay on the property, yeah, they just want the farmland, right? Yep. Why didn't you they want to foreclose on him, and he's been holding them off. And his daughter's like, "You don't have to do it." Oh, it's, her name's Karen. <laughs> I can't. A, we're a name that no one will ever be called again. No. Right. If you name if you name your, your daughter Karen that now this day and age, right. it's, it's wrong. You've set them up for failure right there. Iowa City. I love when he goes. He goes. What is she talking about? <laughs> Here he goes. Ready. 
You're not listening to this, are you? We're looking for an ex-baseball player named Archibald Graham. Oh, you mean Doc Graham? No, I think his nickname... Why would anybody want to come and watch well, an empty that. baseball field? Baseball career never amounted to much, so we went back to school. You think she heard voices to tell her to say that? <laughs> what the hell is she talking about? Doc Graham is dead. He died in 1972. He's got no money. Children could not afford eyeglasses or milk. And so he serves him the foreclosure papers. And here comes... Here comes the great monologue. Twenty bucks. Something's missing. Well, he sounds like he was a wonderful man. Half the towns in North America have a Doc Graham. What makes this one so special? We have to travel halfway across the country to find. Everybody stops to listen. Years after he died. I have a cool fact about this speech. What else? He always wore an overcoat. He had white hair. And he always carried an umbrella. What was the umbrella for? I think it got to be a habit, you know, something to hang on to. But if you asked him, he really said he used it to beat away his lady and my <laughs> Brush the memories away. Tell me about his wife. Alicia. She moved to South People will definitely come, Ray. She passed a couple of years later. She I love how he says baseball. The shopkeepers in town would stock blue hats because they knew if Doc walked by, he'd buy one. When they cleaned out his office, they found boxes of blue hats that he never got around to give her. I bet you didn't know that. No, I didn't. Oh, so good. No screwing. People will most definitely come. No opium. No Love that story. Abortion. Love that monologue. Love it. No illegitimate children. No shady finances. He literally a few has. Before he retired, Vin Scully read that speech. It was, uh, it was on May 26, 2016, during his last season. Uh, oh, cool. Scully, um, yeah, read the People Will Come monologue. And you can see it probably on YouTube now. It's a viral MLB, MLB I'll video. I'll look at it. Yeah. And that's a speech that his wife thought that wasn't going to make the cut. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like the great one of the greatest speeches of all time. Yeah. And Shoeless Joe's out in the outfield. Like, can we start again? Like, I'm ready to start. Can we get going here? What's he going to do? He's like, nope, I'm not going to sign it. Sorry. Stare at nothing. Hey. Shakes his daughter and she falls off the top of the bleachers. Like, what was he thinking? Grabbing her like that and yeah. shaking her. Her lips are turning purple. She's choking. And wait. No, no, don't call emergency. 
What? Wait. That's why Archie's there. That's why Archie's there. I remember again, like a few scenes I remember vividly, and this is another one of them. Yeah. There's a there's a company called Baseball Isms, and they make T-shirts. And one of the T-shirts they have is 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 they show the legs of Archie Graham turning into Doctor Graham from from a yeah. baseball player. It's kind of cool. And there he comes. We're like, what just happened? Comes out of nowhere. Now he's a doctor from 1970s, so you know. I don't think the Heimlich maneuver was a uh, was a thing in the 70s. Yeah. And he just smacks her in the back, smacks her on her back and knocks it out the hot dog. Hot dog stuck in her throat. He throws it over to the side. And now before Archie was able to walk around, but as soon as he got on that field, it like it kind of like locked him in. He couldn't he couldn't move right. He couldn't come off unless he did this. He can't go back. Well, I've come a very long way to see you. You know, I couldn't sleep tonight. Usually, I sleep like a baby. I told Alicia I was going to take a walk. Do you mind if you know, I he's he he I mean, just like he gave up his baseball career in 1922, he gave it up here to say you know, to be yes. to do the doctor like he is like he's he's a great doctor so he went and saved the little girl, and all these guys appreciate him more as a doctor than a baseball player. As we've seen the uh, exit of Moonlight, um, Field of Dreams actually quotes his actual obituary. obituary. Um, he died in 1965. The uh, Chilsom uh, Free Press and Tribune wrote there were times when children could not afford eyeglasses or milk or clothing. Yet no child was ever denied these essentials because in the background there was always Dr. Graham. Without any fanfare or publicity, the glass or the milk, the glasses or the milk where the tickets to the ball game found their way into the child's pocket. Right, that was from that article that the that woman is, you know, specifically yes, wrote. Yes, um, but I tie it in together. That's very cool. I, I did not know that actually was well, you about. Pay me the big bucks. That's right. And now look, he doesn't want to sell the farm. He sees all the players now. Because yeah. he believes. Like, he goes, don't sell this farm, Ray. He believes. He believes now. So in a way, you could see he was just trying to do what's right for his sister. And his right. Niece. Which is also not selling the farm is right for his sister. Yeah. You're going to call the day. And now, Ray Kinsella, I want to ask you a question. What's so interesting? He said, you want to come with us? That would make you come all the way from Iowa to talk to me about it. And Ray's like, yes, let's go. <laughs> didn't really know till just now but not you him I think it's to ask you if you could do anything you wanted if you could have a, a wish i know I, I would like to know what happened to terrence man like man he, t- he goes into the cornfield but I'd never hear from him like no, just asking if he goes into the cornfield is he dead yeah is that what happens that i guess 
You said you're not invited to the cornfield. Because I think they sense maybe Terrence Mann was going to pass away. Possibly, right? And this was a... Maybe they knew he was going to pass away, and this was the transition. Chance to squint at a sky so blue that it hurts your eyes just to look at it. So you never do something thinking you're going to get something in in return. Do it because you want to do it. That's what I tell my kids. That's my wish. And, and Julia shows you, you better stay here, Ray, because if you go, you might not come back. Look at Ray Liotta's eyes. They're like yep. so like crystal blue. Like, and then Terrence Mann said, there is a reason why they chose me. Well, sir, there's a place where things like that happen. And if you want to go, I can take you. What? What interview? Terrence Mann lied to him. He this did give an interview. You said your finger was a gun. The wind never blows so cold again. <laughs> he goes, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. But you think like Terrence Mann would have said something after all this, right? Yes. You know, in the car ride. He goes, you know what? Guess what? I did say that. Maybe interview. he didn't I did want to ruin it. it. You know, yeah. they were getting along. I really think you're supposed to come with us. Field of Dreams 2. Terrence, Terrence Mann's return. But your wish. Right? Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and Kevin Hart. What's he talking about? Kevin Hart plays a young Terrence Mann. <laughs> and from The Rock plays Terrence Mann's ghost. Know your role. And write a book. That's funny. So I interpret it as he was, his time was coming. And this was a way to transition him. And then I figured maybe we're not supposed to take him with us. So you think that he might have some sort of illness that he didn't know yeah. of and that. So now I don't know why in the hell we were supposed to come here. Maybe. I'm not a one anything change the world. Far out. I think it did. Far out. Groovy. He got a hit. Do you think this movie really made Kevin Costner's career? Like, did this, like, put him over, or was he... Well, it was a one-two punch of Bull Durham in this. Yeah. But this he was this, this was after Bull Durham. Yes. I was saying together, a one-two punch. Yeah. That's what I'm trying that's to think, the one-two like, means, Mike. I know. I understand the one-two, but <laughs> I didn't think... I don't think he... His, he wasn't really the... I was, I guess, it was because him and Susan Sarandon and Bull Durham, but um, so the budget for this, yeah, was fifteen million. Oh, I'm sure it made double that. And it, the box office drew eighty four point four million. There you go, more than double that. No. And there's Terrence Mann's gone. And did you know? We'll talk about this at the end. I'll wait to the end. Okay. It's in Shula's Joe's. I'm hoping you don't know this because you're going to be happy. All right. I hope you don't. I hope. I've been waiting on to tell you this. <laughs> Even before this started. Give it a try. I'm wondering if you know this because you would mention if you did. Okay. What are you grinning at, you ghost? We need all the karma I can get right now. 
Right. If you now now that that proves that it was Shoeless Joe Jackson saying, "If you build it, he will come." Yeah. Right. That's that's that's, that's, that's what you really prove his it. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. But no one knows if it was supposed it actually, to be him, but if it actually was his voice. If they actually used his voice yeah. to say it. And then he realizes this is dad. Ease his pain. Ease his dad's pain. Ease his pain. It's easing Ray's pain, right? Would you say that? You would think so, right? Right. It was you. So, like, Shoeless, like, did Shoeless Joe tell Ray to build this stadium so that he could meet his dad again? Like, is that what happened here? Shoeless Joe evaporates into the cornfield. He's never seen a young his young dad. Not a care in the world. Yes, so Dwyer Brown, who plays uh, his father. John John Cassell. So this had to be shot during the magic hour, you know, which was 15 minutes after sunset, which gave a little room for errors. So Dwyer was nervous. He was he was gonna screw up, you know. For sure, yeah. yeah. So you have to wait till the next day, you know. Right. To... His friend was gonna drop the ball. And he, he had the, Ray had to make sure he didn't say his last name. This is John. Hi, John. Made it back to the panel. Hi, Karen. You want, to, you want to see the? You want to see my boss? You want to talk to my boss, Karen? <laughs> Where's the What's manager? What's crazy is Dwyer Brown shot this scene right yeah. after his own dad's funeral. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That must have been tough. But he said when it came time to play catch, it helped him access the right emotion. Sure. Here goes the sun setting. Yep, so this is why it was crucial not to, for him to drop the ball. His shirt is so long. Like, the sleeves on his shirt yes. are so long. Why are they long sleeve? Did they have both short and long sleeve? I don't think so. No. Just seems like they should be a lot shorter. Is this heaven? It's it's Iowa. Can't bring my father back. So the least you can do is bring back his hero. Iowa. Nobody knows where Iowa is on the map. <laughs> you said he wants to have a catch. Oh, is there a heaven? That's right. Or what dreams may come. 
So what is this? Heaven heaven in the cornfield, right? Heaven is in his cornfield. He realizes if he if he went, he wouldn't have been able to come back. Yes. He's realizing it now. He does look nervous, you know, after you said that, looking at him, he does look like a nervous, like, why was he got to be nervous about? He's just meeting the guy who built this field. Yes. You know, he's kind of, hey, dad. And then he turns around. He kinda, Maybe he understands what's happening. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Oh, my God. That shooter's Joe Jackson. <laughs> of course it is. I mean, you didn't believe me? I thought I did, but... Oh, my God. Hi, Danny. Hi, Joe. Hi. Good to see you. Yeah. Terry, I'd like you to meet Shoeless Joe yeah, This scene always gets me. Joe, Terry Mann. It's a pleasure there is really nothing simpler than just having a catch with your dad. Right. We don't mind, but we got tired of just having practices, so we brought another team out with us so we could have some real games. I don't mind. Where'd they come from? Throw the lights on, Annie. It's gonna be a long night. <laughs> They're like throwing in the dark. So to celebrate the 25th anniversary, um, Kevin Costner and his sons play catch on the actual field. Oh really? That's yeah, cool. June 13, 2014, where his sons were five and seven, respectively. Hey, there was uh, this was part of a three-day festival, which included you know, on-site screening of the film, a Q&A hosted by Bob Costas, cool. and a concert featuring Kevin Costner's own band, Modern West. All right, we'll go warm up. And here they come in the cars. Yes, sir. They're pulling up. Now are they just gonna pay to watch Ray and John have a catch on the right? field. <laughs> more than that. Well, Mike, the field still attracts uh, 100,000 visitors per year. For sure. I'm sure. I would love to go out there and see it. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's I was I was thing. I was planning on it when I in 2020 they were going to have the first game and it got canceled. I was planning on going. Just yeah. driving out there for my 40th birthday. Well, you can rent the farmhouse and field. Yeah, that's cool. They partner with booking.com. Okay, that'd be cool. One so I thought, longer stay. so I thought I'd try to get out there for that, you know, just like I take yeah, a road yeah. trip for myself, and then the pandemic happened and that all fell through. Uh, such a great movie. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, 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 I just, I just love that movie. You know, I, yeah. I can't, I can't, tell, I can't tell you enough how how much I love, I love that movie. So, what would your uh, what would your rotten potatoes be? For that 7.5. Movie? 7.5. Yeah. I give it a 9. Wow. 9. I love it. I guess I I love that movie. That movie is everything everything to me. It's everything to me what baseball means to me. Well, in the spirit, I uh, hope you don't know this. I want to make your day. Go for it. Peacock announced that they've greenlit a TV series filled with dreams. No way. Wow. I've been sitting on that. Yep. Wow. There's That's going to be... Filming. Yeah. They started filming this? There's no word yet on who's in it, you know, but it's going to be a reimagining of it. Not direct, but a reimagining of the movie. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Now I'm going to have to get Peacock now. Peacock. 
I gotta pay that five bucks to, do, to get it now. Oh man! Wow, that's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait. That's gonna be awesome. When when is gonna when is it coming out? Do you know? I have to do some research on that. Yeah, I have to do some research. Uh, so, like I said, you give it a seven. I gave it a nine. Seven point five. A seven point five. Sorry. Uh, Maybe I give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. It, it, you're right. On, you're right. IMDb has seven point five. Yeah. And uh, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is eighty-seven percent. But I give it a nine. I, I I I can't I can't say enough how much I enjoy that movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. And good movie. Be, be exciting. Maybe we can. Uh, do a rewatch of the TV series. Yeah, I would like to watch the TV yeah. series. Definitely. So. We'll have to figure that out how to get that in. Have like a watching party or something. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Another our baseball our base our short baseball series is in the books. Well, we'll come back to World Series time, you know. Right, we'll come back in October when the Phillies yeah. are in the World Series against the uh, who are they okay. gonna play? They're gonna play the Detroit Tigers. Phillies and Tigers World Series. Um, well, they will, I'm not going to comment on that. All right, so you know they will cover Major League Two. You know we'll bookend it possibly. Yeah, that. we'll do something like so, that. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, hanging in there, and watching one of our one of my favorite movies that is a considered one of the best base best baseball movies I feel like of all time. It has to be. It's up there, top five, top three, yeah. even. Yeah. Top one, really? Top one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Jeez. Jacob DeGrom. Unreal. And with that... I'm looking at my clock, Mike. Thank you, fans. We're out of time! Thank you for listening to this episode in its entirety. If you have any questions or would like to follow our projects, please join us on Instagram at Let's All Rewatch the Movies and on Twitter at Let's All Rewatch. We answer all our messages, so don't hesitate to reach out. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and share this episode with your friends.